1: You're listening to Ask Nurse
0: Alice, presented by Nurse.org, where Alice Benjamin combines no-nonsense advice with thought-provoking interviews. Hello, friends, and welcome to the Ask Nurse Alice podcast, the show where we talk about anything and everything nursing and healthcare-related. I'm your host, Alice Benjamin, clinical nurse specialist, family nurse practitioner, and chief nursing officer at Nurse.org. Now, I got a treat for you guys especially for my nursing students and aspiring nursing students, because I know we get on here. We talk a lot about practice, profession, and you're probably like, wait, 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 wait. Hold on. I'm not there yet. I'm just, I want to become a nurse. I'm trying to get there. So this episode is actually dedicated to my nursing students. We have an amazing guest who's joining us. Um, She's going to talk about some of the wonderful and amazing things that she's working on that, believe me, you want to know about. So I want you to please welcome to the show, Christine Tuttle. She is a registered nurse, and she is the owner and founder of Nurses in the Making. So, Christine, welcome to the show. Thank you. Excited to be here. So, you're a nurse, I'm a nurse, and we get lost in the sauce with practice. but And sometimes we can forget what it's like to be a a nursing student. So, that's why I'm so glad that you're on the show, because we want to show love to all our nursing students, our aspiring nursing students. And I'll be honest, I checked out your stuff. There are probably some practicing nurses who need to check out your stuff and do some self review. So, before we get there, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and your journey into nursing and nursing education more specifically?
1: Sure, yeah. Um it's funny that you say that cuz a lot of nurses reach out to me and they're like I love like going to your page because it's just a refresh for them. Like everybody needs a refresh sometimes. So, yeah, so my name's Christine Tuttle. I started nurse in the making probably 3 years ago while I was in school. So, my journey into nursing school was a little bit different. So, I had applied to nursing school and I got denied which obviously my head I'm thinking like I applied I I feel like a good candidate like okay so I did not expect that and that obviously was me being naive but I didn't get accepted I remember walking into um, my advisor's office like crying ugly tears ugly boogers everywhere and I'm just like like my life is over. Like what's happening? I'm never going to be a nurse. And so we kind of walked through the steps and he said, it makes sense for you to get a, another bachelor's and then apply to an accelerated program. So I ended up getting my bachelor's in nutrition and then applying to multiple accelerated programs this time. I was like, I'm going to apply to a lot of different places. So I have lots of options. And I ended up getting into, I think like 90% of them. And so I decided to go to the University of Tennessee for my accelerated program. Yeah. So that's kind of my journey into nursing school. And I think it relates with a lot of students because it's not your traditional. Like I I applied and I got in and a lot of people need to apply to multiple places and to multiple times. And that's completely normal. Uh, So I think a lot of people relate with with that story.
0: I almost want to say like, what's normal now? Like ever since the pandemic, it's like the new norm. And even like with myself, and I've shared this story on nurse.org, I started off as like a CNA, did an L V N program, did an RN bridge, associates, like I kind of like stair-stacked my way into the career because um, it was difficult to get into. The waiting list was so long to go from like just everyday student wanting to be a nurse to a bachelor's program. Um, And so, but it's actually kind of great that there's so many different options and entry points because people have different things going on in their lives. And so I have to say nutrition, that's actually really good because that's, I don't know, but I think that's a weak point for nurses, quite honestly, because we'll say, oh, cardiac diet diabetic diet. But then if you have someone with cardiac nephro issues and then they have cancer, you're like, oh, whoa, hold on. Wait a minute. That's a little too mixed up there. So I imagine that's like a, a great uh, addition to being a nurse. So nutrition degree, and then you get into an accelerated program and you're in nursing school. How was your journey in nursing school once you were in it?
1: The last two years of my bachelor's in nutrition, I had a 4.0. So I was like, Nursing school, like I'm gonna be fine. Like, you know, it's it's can't be that hard. Like in my head, because I had a four You know, I, I've heard it was hard, but I was like, I, I'm fine. So I took, you know, everyone kind of the first day of the class. You're kind of like looking around and you're thinking, like, you know, who's gonna be like the best student? It's so competitive, and I, I talk about that so much. How it just all of a sudden you walk in and there's this like competitive atmosphere when you're not competing against each other. You really should be working with each other. So. I remember thinking like, okay, like I, I really want to be the top of the class. And I just always had that in my head. And fundamentals, we started to take fundamentals and I was like quickly realized two months in, I am just going to try to pass. Like that's my new goal. <laughs> the new goal in nursing school is just pass. Um, And it was really hard. It was really, really hard because you're really learning how to study all over again because nursing school is so much different. The exams are way different than we've all probably taken in our prereqs and and previous bachelors so yeah it was it was really difficult it took me a long time to figure it out and to navigate through the different the study methods and clinicals and how to manage it all and my program was 11 months which was like i would not suggest that most of them typically accelerated are like 15 to 18 months so that's more normal so i had med surge in one semester which normally it's broken it into broken into two semesters so it was really difficult. And I struggled a lot, which I think, again, why people relate to nurse making and my story, because I, I'm not saying like, I got all A's and I passed the NCLEX with 75 questions. I'm like, no, I struggled. And it's it's normal to struggle. Like most nursing students, even though they don't usually admit it, fail an exam or two. And it doesn't mean you're a bad nurse. It doesn't mean you're a bad student. And it doesn't mean you're trying, like you're not trying. So yeah, it was, it was definitely difficult. Oh
0: my gosh. Difficult is like an is the nice way to say it. It's like a whole new world. Whole new world. And like, I myself, I'm like, oh, I got this. I, You know, I did pretty good with my other classes and, you know, with the exception of pathophys, guys, I've told my story about pathophys. I took it three times. Gosh, that's hard. But I was like, I conquered it. I'm good at my highlighters and, you know, note taken. And I got this. It was literally a whole new world having to learn, like, the medical terminology is a whole nother language, guys. Okay, a whole nother language. And then, like you said, navigating the clinicals with the theory and then the lab and stuff. It's like, wait a minute. I thought class was Monday through Friday or Monday, Wednesday, Friday. What do you mean I have clinicals Tuesday from 2 to 10? Like, you have to be so flexible And those books. Yes, I went to school in a time where we had actual books. We we didn't have the online books, guys. So just so y'all know. And it was just really hard. And I remember struggling. I failed a couple uh, exams. I almost failed. A, a nursing class which would have required me to have to retake it my stress level was on 1000 I would come home and I would like cry so I would literally cry sometimes because I'm like why can't I get this why is this so hard like this this can't be that hard like there are people practicing I've how did they learn this what's the trick what's the tip what's the tools that I need to get this because these highlighters are not getting it these little yeah. note cards are not getting it at least the ones I was making
1: yeah I tell them all the time of I think I needed like a 93 on my med surge final to pass that class because like you said if you fail it you pretty much have to kind of like wait a year and it's a whole process and I vividly remember walking out of my last exam before the final exam getting on the phone with my dad in the car because my husband was working and like crying and being like I'm not even going to show up to the final exam because there's no way I'm going to pass it he was like you've come this far just try and so it is like one of those moments where you're like, okay, I know people are, can do this because there are like, what, millions of nurses in the United States. So like, and you kind of feel alone, like, am I the only one who, did, who feels like this? And and it's important to like kind of bring light to, it's okay to struggle. And honestly, like if you weren't to struggle, you're not really learning. So in those struggles, you learn so much. I feel like to be a better nurse, to be a better learner, so I've yeah, it, it, there's definitely pros to the struggles. <laughs> I try to tell students that like you're getting stronger. Right. Yeah. And I also feel like it. Well, guys, it took me a moment.
0: Like I had to hit like a really rock bottom low, almost fail a, a class to be like, OK, I need a system. I need to figure this out so I can stay on top of it. Because once you get behind on something or you don't understand something, don't think that you're oh, I'm just going to push through and just overlook that because no, that's it's still going to pop up. So Christina, I kind of want to segue into some of the, the services and the tools and things that you offer, because right now we're talking about struggling nurses. And I know there are people listening like, oh, that's me. Turn it up. Turn it up. That's me. Like, they're, they're describing me. So what is the program? What is the tools? What, what can I do and what do I need that will help me to be more successful in nursing school so I can, A, learn the information, and then, two, pass those damn tests and ultimately pass the NCLEX because that's really doesn't matter if you got uh you know 80 85 90 doesn't matter as long as you pass the NCLEX you're still a nurse.
1: Yeah, so we um can I talk about how I started it and Yes, kind of, we'd love to. Because really what I did was I started the business for me and my friends. Like it was never intended for for the world. Um so I like I said I was really struggling and the reason I was struggling is I remember seeing the top A student in the class and I asked him, like, how how are you passing? And he's like, I'm just reading the textbook. To find out later, he had like a photogenic memory and I was like, okay, that's not me. So I opened up my textbook. I'm like, I'm just going to read it. And so I'm trying to read it and not retaining anything. And me and my friends were like, we need to find a better way. So what I started to do is make charts kind of like to walk me through the like the need to know information, like only the core things. No, no, no fluff, nothing from the textbook that doesn't need to be too scientific, just the core nursing content. So I started to make that and I started to hand it out to my study groups and we our grades started to really go up and we were just I love memory tricks and we we made the funniest and the stupidest memory tricks, but they really help because when you're on an exam, you remember them. So I remember just kind of following this new Like, okay, I'm not going to study the way that I see other people. I'm going to do what works for me, which is to take the fluff out of the PowerPoints and the textbooks. That way, when I'm studying for exam, I look at one thing and it's simplified and easy and the core content. So I started handing out to my friends and you should sell this online. And I'm like, okay, sure. And so, you know, I put it online on Etsy specifically. And yeah, so it was more like a slow process. People were buying here and there. And then COVID happened. So COVID happened three months into my program. So the last three months, we were like wearing masks at clinicals and things were like, okay, something's going on. We were online. I took my final exams online. And during that time, students, you know, it's, it wasn't anyone's fault. It wasn't the professor's fault. It just is really hard to learn on, on video call like that. So Students were like, I need help, like help me. So that's when really it started to take off because people were needing resources And during, so COVID, it took me a long time to take my NCLEX. So I think I ended up waiting, goodness, like five months. So during that time, I was making a ton more study guides while it was actually helping me study for the NCLEX and then just creating more content. And yeah, it just really, it was like a slow process. Every time I make more things, someone would request a new topic. And yeah, so it really, it really took off from there. So what we offer is basically study guides for every single class. So we have like a study guide for mother-baby, med-surg, pharmacology. Um, A lot of students, they just like buy a study guide that they're struggling for. They're like, just give me everything. So we have the which you can see it there. It's called the Complete Nursing School Bundle. And it basically is like the cliff note version of everything you need to know for nursing school or your nursing content. And then I was getting a lot of requests for flashcards. So we have flashcards for like every single topic. So we have flashcards for pediatrics and mother baby they're like really fun they have memory tricks and it's not like overwhelming and it's crazy because the feedback we've gotten has been like these are actually helping it's, it's a weird thing because i was like i was just three years ago like a failing nursing student and like my fun little guys are now helping people actually pass their classes mm-hmm. and like giving them the confidence to do it and just to try to make it so basically our other like slogan is like nursing school without the fluff because there is so much and especially for an accelerated program I felt like how am I supposed to know this giant in this short amount of time and of course it's still important to read your textbook but when you feel like you're losing your mind and overwhelmed and like it just went through one in here and out the other it's important to have like a place where you can go and say okay this is the core content so yeah we also have a lot of free guides like we have free study guides I do a question every morning on my Instagram which like the students love they love guessing and it tells them if they got it wrong or right and yeah with like rationales so yeah, we try to have a lot of free resources but also paid resources as well
0: now christine you mentioned like reading the textbook those textbooks are like this thick so many words on the page and i don't know about you but i get anxiety when i even now today like and i'm already advanced practice nurse times too i'm like i open up something and i'm like the first thing is too many words on the page and I immediate, immediately get anxiety, frustrated. Like, I'm like, oh my gosh, what is important? What's not important? And like, I'm scanning and I'm like, I'm reading. And then sometimes I have to read it over and over again because I think my anxiety is interfering with my ability to interpret it. Yes, guys, I'm letting y'all know that. Yes, Alice, nurse Alice gets anxiety when I there's too many p- words on a page. So I love seeing pictures and charts because it's like, okay, like you said, take the fluff out. What is it? What do I need to know? A, B, C, just boom, spill it out right there. So, those are really helpful. And then, yes, go back and read your textbook. So, once you understand those core concepts, you can go back and then
1: add the other pieces to it to edify yourself. So, I think that's yeah. And you have a good foundation that you laid. You're not just coming in blind reading, like, oh, this, you know, this word. So, like you said, sometimes you read it and you're just too focused on, like, I'm so overwhelmed that you're not reading anything. So, I have read stuff yeah. like three, four times. I'm like, what are they saying? Just say it
0: because I'm, yeah. I'm not getting it. So, Uh, And then obviously, you guys know these people who write these books are like, have like the alphabet times two behind their name. So they think that's regular, normal language. And it's not. It's not. It's okay, guys. It's normal. It is normal to feel this way. That's why I'm so glad we had Christine on so we could kind of talk about this and just help you understand that it is okay to experience and feel this anxiety uh, while you're in nursing school, which, by the way, can interfere with your ability to comprehend, retain information, which is why these tools are so helpful. so I've seen some of your some of your work and I've also seen your videos like you have like this great YouTube page also with videos you got your nursing bundle and things that you can purchase, you got these videos guys, this is like your one-stop shop like on your syllabus where it says like tools that you need like okay, this book, that book, and then they kind of, you know I think this is something that needs to be like a requirement, not an optional. A requirement to be successful in nursing school because it'll. I think it, it'll make you feel a lot more at ease. Christine, let me ask this because we're talking about nursing students in nursing. You know, nursing school. I know they appreciate this conversation since the pandemic, especially learning online, more simulation, less patient care. Like so many different things are changing, and even the NCLEX is changing. What do you think are some of the biggest challenges for nursing students these days?
1: Yeah. Well, I think for me. I feel like three things come to mind. Definitely the newness of it all. Like I had talked about, you go through your prereqs and, you, you know, you feel like you're ready and then you walk into a new environment with new learning, new exam questions. You're also, like you said, you have to be on clinicals this day and then simulation and lab and and you're really trying to like, in your prereqs, you're like, okay, I, I've learned to juggle all of this stuff. And then nursing school comes and you're like, oh my gosh, I am so bad at time management and so it's a really new environment that students have to try to manage and juggle while learning all of this content. So that that is definitely, I find, was the hardest thing for me. And then also learning what works. Like I had talked about, it's so easy to look at other people and say, like, what works for you? Which is, it's good to ask and, and share each other's knowledge, but it's it can be a really a frustrating trial and error to figure out what works for you in terms of studying and time management and even like have like having your mental stability be okay during it all and I mean it's it's you're learning a lot and, and it's really individualized to you um and students I think a lot of time compare and that's, that's the third one is compare. that is it's so hard and I, I don't know why and I'm trying to be such an advocate for like you're not competing against each other you're working with each other like these are the people you're going to be side by side in the field on the bedside like needs to be these people's friends like these are your best buddies that you're gonna go through life with and you're all on the same page you all have the same goal like obviously you all want to be nurses who take care of patients and so I'm just like oh it's so competitive but it is still no matter what because we're human and we want to we want to compete we want to be the best and it, it can be really kind of a hostile environment sometimes for definitely like just nursing students, just really difficult. So that would be the the biggest challenges for sure. You guys, comparison kills. I'm telling you.
0: I mean, we're already still dealing with like nurses eat their young type of thing when you're in clinical. Let's not kind of start those vibes or plant those seeds in nursing school by competing against each other. And I'll say this. I'm, I'm, I recall times where like there would be different study groups and they would want to share their notes. They wouldn't want to share their tools. Like, guys, when I win you and like, let's collaborate because like you said, this is it's actually the best time to kind of foster, I don't want to say, in, like, yeah, teamwork, interdisciplinary, interdisciplinary. We're not necessarily nurses yet, but, you know, kind of practice working with other people, communicating, learning different things because, you know, no one knows it all. No one knows it all. And although you might feel like, oh, you know, I got this great system. I bet you there's someone else with a better system or an easier system. So collaboration is is something that we really Obviously, not collaborating while you're taking your test—that's something different. But <laughs> that collaborating when you're studying, I think that's really helpful. There was—I would love, li- i loved listening to, uh, although I did participate in my in my study groups. I wasn't a slacker, but listening to other, the way other people would say things, or I'm like, oh, okay, that I remember that. So it's really super helpful
1: to have help. it so. Absolutely. Yeah. And it's it's really like if you're being competitive in nursing school, you don't want to bring that attitude to the field because you need help. Like, although you're caring for your patients, like there'll be definitely moments you need help from another nurse. And so it's, and I always tell students too, like you are the future. Like you don't have to have that mindset of like nurses eat their young. And like one day you're going to be that season's nurse who has, you know, a new grad under under their belt. So like, you know, be the change. Like it doesn't have to be competitive. So I always try to advocate for that because it, it is so important, like you said.
0: And Christine, you also mentioned that you have uh, nurses, practicing nurses, who are also looking at your tools. So, guys, I know we were kind of focused on nursing students, but even for, even when you're, you know what, it doesn't matter where you are in your nursing career, whether you're a new grad, you've been practicing for two or three years, or you've been a nurse for a seasoned nurse for, I don't know, 15 years. We don't always remember all the fine details about certain things. I was actually watching uh, Christine's videos on some of the medications. I was like, oh, yeah, I forgot about that. But, you know, I have a general idea what the medication's for, but um, which video was it? I was watching the video on an- anti because, you know, I am oh, we just say anti-acids, but I had forgot the way in which to remember how to identify, um, anti-acids. And look, I probably can't even say it here because I like, I'm you know, there are levels to learning levels where you can hear it, read it and see it and understand it. But then there's another level where you can actually explain it to someone else. So, but anyways, I was watching your video. And I'm like, oh, this is good. Okay. And it was like three minutes and I was like, Perfect. Just enough time to kind of like a couple sips of coffee, watch this and then be on to the next thing. What are the responses you get from people who, who purchase your stuff?
1: Yeah, the feedback has been great. And I think it just hit me like a month ago. So I went to the NSNA, the National Student Nursing Association in Nashville, it's, like this national convention. And that was the first time I kind of came in contact with like thousands of students. So there was, I think, 1,200 students, not including like professors and the other booths that were there in that feedback, I was like, oh my gosh, like people are actually using this. Like they're actually like studying with it. And they they were pulling out the books and the flashcards. And they're like, look, I brought it with me to study on the plane. And, And it's been really rewarding. So the feedback has been like just amazing. And it's so rewarding to do it and just trying to continually like meet the needs of the students. What are you struggling with? What new products can I make? And yeah. So that that convention was the first time I was like, oh, my gosh, like this is kind of like bigger than me. And it, it was really, really cool. So the feedback has been has been absolutely amazing.
0: So glad that you're getting that feedback, because many nurse entrepreneurs, when they venture on to do things maybe that are like outside of uh, bedside nursing, because we're all trained to you know, be bedside nurses. And yes, many of us will work there, but not, sometimes, you know, not all of us will stay there or we want to do multiple things. But when you venture out away from that bedside, it's almost, you feel kind of naked sometimes like, oh my gosh, how's it going? Am I doing okay? Like, because we didn't get this in, in, in nursing school. So as a nurse entrepreneur, because we have a lot of people who aspire to, you know, have businesses and services and things outside of traditional nursing, any tips or, or suggestions for people who are,
1: who are toying with that idea? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, for me, definitely consistency was a huge part of it. I think people expect to be like a one-hit wonder when they're doing, um, you know, their their new business venture. But it's it's kind of like nursing school too. Like you have to find what works, and you got to be consistent with it, and you got to you know push through the the difficult times. So yeah, definitely consistency. Um, finding, I always say, I was doing a little bit of a business seminar um, in Africa actually, which is crazy. Um, last summer, and I said. It was basically, I was having a problem. So let's say you you see a problem in the nursing field or anywhere and you have a solution for it. You meet in the middle. You just made yourself a business. So if you see a problem in nursing and you have a solution to it, that is an absolutely amazing business. So some of the most amazing businesses that nurses can come up with is like meeting a need and fixing a problem in the system for me, I was like, okay, there's really nothing that condenses the information in a really aesthetically pleasing way. So I was like, I'm going to do it. So that would be my biggest piece of advice is really to try to, to find like fill a need that, that nursing, nursing students have nurses any really anybody has. So. Right. And I'm just going to add one other thing in there because it's totally, I totally felt the vibes as you were talking,
0: be passionate about it, guys, totally be passionate about it. Cause I could, as Christine was talking, I, you know, and this was something she was helping to solve a problem. Uh, and she was passionate about it. I mean, she was really passionate about it. I could just totally tell. So I think that goes a long ways. Because nurses, we, we like caring for people. We like solving problems. And especially if it's something that hits home for us, oh, we're, we're going to hit the pavement. We're going to, you know, work hard. Um, because it is work, guys. It is work. It's a different type of work than, you know, giving those meds every six hours, checking blood sugars, like, once you've kind of become, once you've become a nurse and you get used to that routine, you get used to that. So becoming an entrepreneur, um, you're your own boss. There's no one to tell you what to do, when to do it. So hopefully it's something you're really passionate about because that's gonna that's gonna be the fire um, that drives you to work. And Christine has done an amazing job of create, you know creating all these tools. You guys, you have to visit our website, watch our YouTube's. Um, Christine, before we let you go, tell us more about where people can go to purchase your products.
1: Sure. Yeah. So well, I have an Instagram named Nurse in the Making, we do a ton of, like I said, free resources on there, but you can find me on Etsy. Um, nurse in the Making as the shop name. You can also find me at um, nurseinthemaking.com. So lots of, if you basically just Google Nurse in the Making, you'll, you'll find our products. <laughs>
0: wonderful. Wonderful.
1: I get to talk to some amazing nurses. Guys, I
0: have one of the coolest jobs ever as chief nursing officer at Nurse.org and doing this podcast because I get to talk to amazing nurses nurses, experts, and people like all over the world. And I almost kind of feel selfish because I know I'm, I know I'm talking so you guys can hear, but really this is all about me. Like I'm, I'm asking for myself, like, ooh, this is cool. This is, you know, interesting, but I love sharing. Sharing is caring. So uh, Christine, thank you so much for joining the podcast. It was an absolute treat to talk to you, hear about your journey, and hear about these cool um, products and services that many of us need, whether you're a new grad a practicing nurse or a nursing student, we all could benefit from these friendly and they're so cute reminders. Um, yeah, you know, in today, and let's be honest, in today's age, we like pictures and videos because it just grabs the eye. And if it can grab the eye, it'll be easier for me to um, memorize it. I, and listen, I'm not the neuro nurse here, but I imagine there's different parts of the brain that process information differently that, you know, like the gentleman you were talking about earlier who had a photographic memory. I wish... I had one of those, but these pictures help me to remember things. So thanks so much um, for your gifts and your talents and sharing them with the world. Really appreciate you. Thank you for having me. It's been lots of fun. Thanks. And you guys, shout out to nurse.org for hosting the podcast. We love them. If you haven't already, make sure to visit nurse.org. Tons of great information from school, um, different programs, um, student loans, what's going on in the nursing world, uh, things that are going on in the world that affect nursing um and all those great things and you can also check out all of the great articles and if you want to be a contributor there's also an opportunity to do that as well so make sure you check out nurse.org and follow them on social and i'm nurse alice i always love chatting with you guys if you know let us know what you think about the podcast let us know uh would love to hear your feedback leave your uh, comments your ratings reviews on your favorite podcast platform you can also email me at nurse at nurse.org and listen here you can text us leave a voice memo at 725-910-9676, guys. Would love to hear from you. Sharing is caring. So share this podcast with your friend, your classmate, your nursing instructor. Listen, the people who create the syllabuses because this needs to be on there um, and all those great things. So until next time, guys, make good choices, be kind to one another and live well, my friends. Thanks for listening to Ask Nurse Alice. Visit nurse.org for nursing career, education and community resources.